1: Hello my wonderful, beautiful friends guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they're the center of the universe and nobody else matters. And in today's episode, we've got Karens demanding houses, screaming at employees, threatening to sue people for thousands of dollars, it's gonna be a wild one. I hope you guys enjoyed today's lineup, don't shake your heads too hard, and as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe for future tales so this happened saturday night during rush hour i'm the manager of a chinese restaurant that has a really busy to go one of my hostesses hands me the phone and said this lady is not gonna wait at all for her order and she wants to speak to a manager even though we're quoting 40 minutes at this point the conversation goes like this so i pick up the phone and say hi this is the manager unfortunately i can't get your order out before our wait time as our kitchen is extremely busy Karen then screams at me and says, put my order first, I need it right now. I tell her, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. Karen then says, you don't understand, my daughter is going on national TV at 7pm. At this point, it was 6.45. And she is gonna be a celebrity, I need food now, I'll pay you extra. I say to her, I don't think you understand, it's not an issue of money. I have about 50 open to go orders right now, and a full dining room of 150 people. Even if I told the kitchen to put your order first, which is unfair to everyone else, I could not get an order that large out before 7pm. At this point, Karen says in the most snooty, mocking, high-pitched voice, Aw, you have 50 orders and a full dining room? Good for you. You guys are doing so well. I don't think you understand. My daughter is going on national television in 15 minutes. I need food for everyone. National TV. I say to her, well, I'm sorry, I can't fulfill that order. Have a great night. Click. Like, did this woman just find out that her daughter was gonna be on TV, guys? Probably not, right? What's that saying? Poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. And I only wish OP snapped back with, Aw, your daughter's gonna be on national TV? Good for you. I don't think you understand. We don't care your daughter's gonna be on national TV in 15 minutes. We're not doing anything for you. So I worked at my university's bookstore for two years as a register monkey. Now I say register monkey because cashier did not cut it. We had to do anything our team leads told us to do, like trained monkeys. Our bookstore was about 30% textbooks and 70% anything we could put our logo or school name on and sell for 200% markup. So on one slow summer day, I'm sitting and talking with the other monkeys, when in walks an old man into the store. The man looks to be about 80 years old. His back is bent, he can't stand up straight, and he's got a little crumpled piece of paper that he apparently tore out of one of those pocket notebooks. The man starts looking in our apparel section, and I leave him be. No one wants someone bugging them right when they start looking, but I note that he doesn't seem to be finding what he's looking for. The man looks for about 10 minutes, before my handler tells me to go help him out. The following conversation takes place between me and the old man. So I walk up to him and say, Can I help you find something, sir? The man says, Oh, yes, thank you, son. I have these shirts I'm looking for. He then fishes out the crumpled piece of paper. He then lists six or seven styles of shirts, complete with SKUs from our website. The man says, And for each of those, I need one in a 4XL and one in a 5XL. At that I say, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I don't think we carry those in those sizes. The man says, well, could you at least take a look? I say to him, of course, give me a few minutes to go check the stockroom. So I head off to the stockroom, knowing damn well that the largest size we carry is a 3XL, and not many of those to boot. I actually do check, and sure enough, we don't have a 4 or 5X. So I walk back out to the sales floor and see the old man on his cell phone. Almost like a cartoon, I can hear this high-pitched voice talking loudly, even from about 15 feet away as I walk up to him. The man excuses himself without hanging up, and he asks if I found them. I respond, no sir, I was right, we don't carry anything in that size. I'm sorry, can I help you find something else? The old man says, well, I've got my boss on the phone. He then sheepishly gestures to his phone. And he says, she's a bit upset that you don't carry the shirts. Could you explain it to her? That's when I hesitantly say, uh, sure. The man then hands me the phone, and I try to greet the woman on the other end. But she cuts me off right before I get two words out, and she says, Alright, I'm gonna talk very slowly so you understand what I'm looking for. I need these shirts. She then lists the SKUs painfully slowly, asking, did you understand that? each time she listed a shirt. And then she goes on and says, now do you think you could go get those for me? I say to her, yes ma'am, but he told me what shirts you're looking for, as I was explaining to him, we don't carry those shirts in a 4XL or a 5XL. The woman says to me, oh I'm sure you do. Now I need you to go get them for me. I respond, ma'am, we don't carry those, we only carry up to 3XL. She then says, then I need you to order them for me. This really shouldn't be this difficult for you, you know. My husband and I would like to buy your shirts, and you should have the sizes your customers request. I respond, no ma'am, these shirts are not made in 4X or 5X. It's not that we don't carry your size. At this point, the woman says, okay, I'm going to explain this again slowly because you don't seem to get it. I need a 4XL and a 5XL to fit me and my husband. At this point, I'm trying to restrain the rage building inside of me. Like this woman restrains basic human decency and dietary regulation. I respond, yes ma'am, I understand what you're looking for, but we don't have it. It's at this point she says, you are useless. Can I talk to someone who isn't slow? I say to her, unfortunately no ma'am, we exclusively only employ slow people, can I help you find something else? Hearing me say that, she gives over to anger instead of her holier than thou attitude. And she says, alright, you need to listen here. I'm getting annoyed with you, you either give me my shirts or you let me speak to your manager. Again I say to her, we do not carry your size ma'am. To which she responds, now that is just rude. How dare you discriminate against my weight? Where is your manager? I'll have your whole store fired. You are all... It's at this point, the old man reaches out and he plucks his phone from my hand. He's heard the whole conversation because the woman's been screaming in my ear the whole time. He briefly tells the woman that he's coming back to the house and they'll have to find something else and then shuts the phone. The man says to me, sorry about that son, she gets like that sometimes. I say to him, I'm sorry if I've caused you any trouble, she seems like a real treat. Does she always treat her family like that? To which the old man says, oh no, I'm not family, I'm her gardener. I'm done, the next time she wants to buy a shirt, she can roll her own ass down here and get it herself. He then walks out of the store, and I laughed like a loon. My manager did get a call that afternoon from her, and he told her exactly what I had. And the woman did file a complaint with corporate about fat discrimination and was told to special order the damn shirts. I never saw the old man again, but god bless him, I hope he's somewhere her shrill little voice will never reach him again. Yeah, so that woman must be a real treat to work for. I can only imagine the crap she puts that old man through on a daily basis. And I just gotta say that OP did a wonderful job of dealing with this woman. That quick-witted comeback was incredible. Unfortunately, no, ma'am. We exclusively employ slow people. Absolutely brilliant response. When I worked at the biggest retail chain in America, we had an odd but easily understandable way to display and sell our TVs. If the TV has one price tag on it, that means that was the price for the TV inbox and the display was not for sale. If the TV had two, one would be clearly marked display model price, and the other price tag was for a brand new in-box TV. The display price often reached insane discounts. The longer it sat there, the lower our system automatically lowered the price. One time, we sold a $2,000 brand new TV for $200 because it was the display. I wanted that TV so bad and was sad that another coworker got to it first, but my luck turned around. The almost exact same model minus the curved screen was up for grabs. Also, two grand brand new. They were selling it for $500. It was a really, really nice smart TV. 4K, Smart Hub, the effing works. Now to the meat of the story. So a customer saw online that we were selling a similar looking TV, which was different model number and resolution, 1080p, for $200. The website said display only price. So the guy came in and he demanded the $500 display TV for $200, saying it's the same size, what's the effing difference? The guy said that like a billion times. The man threw a tantrum in the store. He began threatening lawsuits for misadvertisement, threatened to call the cops, everything he could say to get us to give him this TV for $200. Enough to where the store manager was about to cave and take the hit personally. And here is where I got sneaky. I got tired of waiting for displays that I wanted to come down as I've been waiting for a year and saving up for a new TV to replace my 10-year-old 32-inch Sanyo TV. The customer was outside ranting and raving at someone on the phone, and during my 15-minute break, I walked up to the store manager and said, I will buy that TV right now for 500 bucks. The store manager said, are you sure? That customer is going to explode if he sees you with it. To which I say, that's fine, I'll just wheel it out to my car so he can watch me load it into the back. The manager says, alright, I got tired of him anyway, he was being an ass to me and multiple associates, he deserves this. If corporate calls, I'll show the camera footage, that should be enough for us to be in the clear. So with that, I buy the TV, making sure that I walked right by that customer with that TV. I was so happy I got the TV, but the icing on the cake is he turned tomato red. I'm not even kidding, the guy screams at me saying, what the F are you doing? That's my TV. I responded, I saw this TV on sale and I bought it. He then screams at me and says, why would you buy it? I was about to buy that. That's when I said, oh, I thought you didn't want it anymore after you left the store. I didn't realize you left to call someone. And note, I totally did, by the way. He then screams at me saying, are you getting smart with me? I will kick your ass right here. Give me my TV. And here's where I almost gotten reprimanded and beat up. I couldn't resist. The troll in me could not be stopped. I responded, sir, the tomatoes belong in the vegetable section. The idiot confused said, what the F did you just say? Give me that TV right now. And that's when I booked it to my car, sprinting and holding a 55 inch TV over my head and slapped it in the back of my car, shut the door and ran back inside. Of course, he went inside the store, throwing an even bigger tantrum. They got him out of the store by saying, you left the store, we don't hold items, it's our policy. And to boot, corporate did back us up. And me, I did dodge that reprimand, because the customer could not prove that I made that comment at him. So that's my story. I got a new TV, made a customer explode, and made my managers nearly die from laughing so hard. It was a good day. See, this is exactly why I could never work in retail, guys. I've read too many stories about employees dealing with horrible customers, and honestly, I don't think I could bite my tongue. I'd probably lose my job the first day by challenging a raging Karen, guys. Also, that vegetable comment. Another brilliant comment. Never let your enemies know your next move, guys. So a few years ago, my 20-year-old sister was dating this guy, and they found themselves needing somewhere to live. Now this particular sister has a hard time keeping a job, and to my knowledge, the boyfriend does not work. Anyways, my grandma calls me during one of the weekly chats, and she tells me that my sister asked for her house that she lives in. I say, what do you mean, grandma? Apparently, these two geniuses came to her house and tried to persuade her to give up her home of several decades and move into a nursing home so they could have somewhere to live together. Rent free, I might add. Of course, grandma laughs them out of the house and my sister proceeds to rant to the family how no one supports her and cares for her. Now the kicker is, my grandma doesn't even own her house. She's rented from a nice man for years who gives her a great discount and hasn't increased her payments in years due to her raising some of his grandchildren. My grandmother is also able-bodied and she's under 65 so she wouldn't even qualify for an old folks home even if she wanted to move into one. And even if she did move into one, my sister wouldn't be able to pay the rent at market rate because she wouldn't be getting grandma's rate. She ended up moving in and out of several family members' houses over the years, and either got kicked out or left because they wouldn't allow men over, as they're a very Christian family. I'm currently no contact with said sister due to similar games she tried to play with me. My goodness guys, like when I read this post, I thought grandma was like 80 or 90 years old. But to read that she was under 65 years old and fully able-bodied, oh my goodness, the entitlement of some freaking grandkids I tell ya. Some people are just leeches. And just wait until grandma's on her deathbed. They'll come crawling back asking what's theirs. And the worst part about these people is, guys, they will always play the victim every single time. My family doesn't support me, my bosses don't like me. Well, maybe don't be an entitled lazy person. Work hard, be kind to others, do kind things for others, instead of always looking for what you can get out of people, and your life will be much better, I guarantee it. Apologies, but this one's long as there's some context to get out of the way. So years ago, my cousin Lucy and I had a strained relationship because she let her son Damien do anything he wanted. She never punished him and she would always brush away anything he ever did as boys will be boys or he's just a kid, etc. So it came to a breaking point between us when Lucy and Damien were visiting years ago. Damien was 12 years old at the time and my daughter Maggie was 9. Maggie was sitting happily, playing her Xbox in her bedroom upstairs. While Lucy and I were talking, Damien got bored and he wandered off. A few minutes later, I hear screaming and crying, and I rush up to Maggie's room to find her on the floor with blood all over her face, while Damien is just casually playing Xbox. So it turns out, he came up and demanded a turn on the Xbox. Maggie said, sure, just let me finish the level. So that's when he snatches the controller from her hand and smashed her in the face with it and shoved her out of the way. So I rushed her to the hospital and luckily it looked worse than it was and there was no lasting damage. And also, I live in the UK, so no medical bills, but I was furious. I told Lucy what Damien did, and she shrugs it off and says, You know how boys are with video games. She should have just let him play. That's when I told her in no uncertain terms that she and her son were not allowed anywhere near me or my family. We got into a huge fight over this, where she of course tried to absolve her little angel of everything, giving him excuses left and right. So I lost it and told her if she didn't discipline him and teach him boundaries, she would end up raising a monster who would grow up to be a thug or worse, which infuriates her. This caused a fallout with the family for years, largely because Lucy lied and told everyone that her son and Maggie had just been play fighting. And that's how she got hurt. And it was just an accident and I was the bad guy for overreacting. After a few years, everyone forgot. I still forbade Lucy or her hellspawn from coming anywhere near me. Other family members did the same, I can't imagine why. So fast forward when Damien's 19 years old. Just as I predicted, he soon learned that thanks to his mother, he was bulletproof. And she would never believe he did anything wrong. So his behavior got worse and worse. To the point where he was kicked out of every school and had to go to special school. One day, I get a call from Frank, Lucy's brother. Telling me that Lucy had been rushed to the hospital. That he knows we don't talk, but Lucy was seriously hurt, and he wanted me to know. Despite our history, I went to visit Lucy, accompanied by Frank and his wife. Before this, we had been really close, and I was upset to hear that she was hurt. When I got there, I was shocked by what I saw. She was really banged up. Her face was swollen, there were bruises up her arms, and it turned out that her own son, Damien, had done this. She was really struggling for money and he refused to get a job. So she finally tried to lay down the law and tell him to go get a job or she was throwing him out. So he attacked her. He dislocated her jaw. It was horrific. Now we had a history, but at this point, none of that mattered. I was worried and sad for her. I immediately asked her if she needed help with anything and she seemed surprised. But we ended up having a really heartwarming chat with her saying how much it meant to her that I came to see her. I thought maybe we were turning a corner and could repair this relationship. We had been really close as kids, but oh how wrong I was. A few weeks later, I start getting blasted on social media and getting nasty messages and texts, telling me what an awful person I was and how could I do what I did to Lucy. At that, I was confused. I hadn't done anything. So I call Frank. Frank had no idea either, but he said he would look into it, and it turns out that Lucy had told everyone that I came to the hospital, I made fun of her and mocked her, gloating, I told you so, while she bawled her eyes out and begged me to stop. So of course, I confront Lucy about it, asking her how she could lie like that. Lucy hits back with, this is all my fault, it's what I deserve, and if I knew what was gonna happen, why didn't I do more to help her? She then demanded that I pay her £10,000 for the damages I caused. At that point, I'm thinking, what the F? She lied to everyone because she couldn't stand that I was right, and she decided to punish me for it. For months, I endured hateful messages from family members who believed her lies. Not all my family believed her, though. Of course, Frank and his wife cleared things up about what really happened. He managed to record Lucy admitting that she lied, which got most of it off my back, but there were still a few relatives who had it in their heads that there's no smoke without fire, and I must have done something to make her say what she said. Then the pandemic rolled around. Everyone forgot the petty squabbles that Lucy and her lies caused, but last month, we had a family gathering at my parents. The first in years due to the pandemic, and Lucy showed up. Thankfully, Damien was absent on account of serving a prison sentence for aggravated assault and battery, unrelated to what he did to his mother. That's when I went to ask Lucy how she was doing. The first words out of her mouth were, you need to pay me what you owe me. If you don't, I'm suing you and taking you to court. I need that money. It's the least you can do for ruining my life. She then followed me around the party demanding I pay her, telling everyone who would listen that I ruined her life. My, what a happy family reunion. Yeah, so I just want to say that no judge in their right mind would rule in her favor, guys. And honestly, she'd be laughed out of court. And the sad thing is, OP was and is absolutely correct. Lucy has no one but herself to blame. And what's worse is this is a common situation, guys. Like, this is exactly what happens when you refuse to enforce positive structure in a growing child's life. They do what they want, when they want, and unfortunately, sometimes, they'll even turn on the parents when they don't get what they want, or their parents try to make them do what they don't want. It's sad, guys. And like OP said, it's sad what happened to her. Like, no child should ever, ever hurt their mother, but Lucy was the one that created that entitled monster. I'm a 32-year-old female, and I recently inherited a good amount of money from my mom. I keep the money in a separate account, as I still haven't decided what to do with it, and I don't want it to go to waste. I noticed my husband constantly bringing up the inheritance money and making countless suggestions as to how I should spend it. Another thing is, he expects me to pay for nearly everything. For New Year's Eve, my husband and I met up with his family at a restaurant to celebrate. It was going fine, until I found out that I was expected to pay for everyone at the table. My husband's mom even joked about paying for dinner out of my inheritance pocket, which just made me livid, but I showed no reaction. I just silently paid for my own food and drinks, and then got up and made my way out of the restaurant. They were all shouting after me like a crowd, and my husband tried to get me to come back, but I drove home. He got back at 3am, yelling at me, saying that I was pathetic to get up and walk out on him and his family, after they relied on me to pay for their food. They thought I was gracious enough to do it, but they were wrong. He then said that I humiliated him and his family. My husband is mad, saying that I caused a huge rift between his family and me, when it wouldn't have hurt for me to pay for the celebratory dinner, so am I the a-hole? Yeah, definitely not, and the family should be ashamed of themselves, basically only using OP like that, And then having the nerve to get upset at OP for walking out. Like, I can't see anyone arguing that OP is the a-hole in this situation. Like, her mother died, left an inheritance, and all her in-laws can think of is, oh, awesome, now she can pay for everything. Which definitely makes them the a-holes. And honestly, husband should have totally had his wife's back and defended her. Not getting mad at her for not wanting to spend money on the family. And one of the top comments of the post says a divorce attorney may be a wise investment since Hubby showed his true colors. Instead of suggesting that they spend the money on buying a house or rental property or put it away for retirement, he wants her to blow the money away ever since she got it. Good for her for keeping it separate. Talk to a financial advisor and maybe a divorce or probate attorney so the inheritance is properly kept as a separate asset and not commingled into marital property. You know, a lot of people are always quick to say divorce, but honestly guys, in this case, it might be wise. A lot of divorces do happen over finances, and if Opie's not willing to spend her inheritance on things her husband wants, it's gonna cause a lot of tension and stress in the relationship. Money often brings out someone's true colors, guys, and it seems that hubby's family are nothing but greedy leeches. Let me know what you guys think. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of r slash Entitled People. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash pro revenge episode. Where Opie finds out that her husband has been cheating on her for 20 years and she destroys him. It's a wild story, so go check it out. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you.